What up, Talking Fight fans? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Knuckle Up Knockout of the Week with yours truly, Mike Orr, and my special guest friend from Between the Ropes TV over in the UK, Ray. Ray, thanks for coming. Thanks for joining me. It is my birthday. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, definitely. And we got we got a big one. We got a big one. Honestly, big surprise. I thought it was going the distance. Uh, you know, I, I didn't expect this outcome. And our man, Liam Smith, victimizing Chris Eubank Jr. in the fourth. Holy crow. Wow. Let's talk about it. Uh, what were your thoughts? I was exactly the same as you. I, I thought it would go the distance. I, I tipped Liam Smith to win on points, as, as I said on my own channel. But um, when the fight unfolded, uh, I was surprised. Even at the start, um, Liam Smith was winning the first two rounds. Chris Eubank got into it. But the way the fourth unfolded, Liam Smith, he, he basically saw an opportunity and he jumped on it. And the interesting thing about it was Liam Smith said in the build-up to the fight, uh, in relation to Chris Eubank's fight against Liam Williams, if I hurt somebody and dropped them down four times, they're not going to see the final bell. And he's true to his word. Yeah. He, he saw, uh, saw an opening. Um, Chris Eubank Jr. had a lazy jab. Liam yeah. Smith uh, inched forward with his feet. Uh, he used his own ramrod jab. He kept his hands quite high up. Um, you know, he fainted as though he was going to go to the body, unleashed that left uppercut, then unleashed the left hook. The right hand came, and Chris Eubank Jr. was on a heap on the floor. And then, you know, the right hand finished it off when he got back up. Oh my gosh, yeah, that uh, that was a very awesome exchange. He did totally capitalize on it. He saw that opening like a shark, man. A little bit of blood in the water, and he just pranced on him. He smelled that blood in me. He smelled that from miles away, man. Honestly, Liam Smith surprised me. He looked real tight yesterday, really guarded. Um, like I said, when I was telling you before, I was on the phone with Tim Witherspoon, two-time heavyweight champ of the world, right after this knockout. And let me tell you, he said the same thing. I'm always talking about defense. Defense, defense, defense. You see what happens when you've got the fundamentals down properly? Bang. That's what happens. Tim was very impressed. I was super impressed. And like you were saying, Liam Smith is great across the plains. All across the plains. He's not, he doesn't excel in just one thing. You know, he's not that flashy guy, but he is that guy that's gonna go in there and get it done. He's a, he's a grinder, like like they say in hockey, right? You get those guys that grind. This guy grinds, he gets in there and he puts the work in and comes through with the victories, man. Huge, huge explosive knockout from this guy. I got a couple clips. We're gonna bring it up, we're gonna look at it, we're gonna see that shot, and then uh that famous wobble, that wobble walk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was it was good. Here we go. Definitely oh shoot, hold on. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulty there. Excellent. Here we go. So this was uh this was the beginning here, man. And uh catches him in the corner. And, and, and that's what that's what I was meaning there, Mike. You see, yeah. you see, he's going to the body, and what he's doing yeah. is Chris Eubank Jr. is quite lazy in, in in his defensive phase. You know, um, what he's doing is he's, he's he's trying to just just pour out the jab, um, and you, you instead of using the jab as a, a firm uh, weapon to keep Liam Smith off him, he's just firming it. Liam Smith's too strong for that. So right. when Liam Smith sees that coming, he inches forward with his feet, and he's in range. Uh, and that's when he uses that faintness if he's going to go to the body. And by doing that, he's bringing Eubank's uh, lead hand down, creating yeah. an opportunity for him. 
And then that's when he can go to uh, Eubank's head. And that's when he saw him unload the shots to the head. By that time, Eubank wasn't in a position to bring his guard back to uh, relay the rest of the shots. And that's when Liam Smith was able to land clean shots. Oh, and right. the left hand, the first left hand was the one that did the damage. The yeah. rest was just a sitting duck. Yeah, he was totally a sitting duck. Right after that, right after that uppercut too. This uppercut right here caught him clean. You could see in his eyes he was gone after that. You mm. know, if it, 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 it was it was a bombardment of shots, well timed, well placed. Um, definitely, Liam Smith took his time. He was calm. You know, a lot of guys get, you know, overzealous in situations like that. They smell that blood. They want to jump on it real quick. Liam Smith, what I like about this guy, he does got the, you know, ring experience. He does have that, you know, that age with him. You know, he is in his 30s. He's able to, you know, cool himself down in situations like that. And that's, you know, that's that's a big thing in situations like this. That's how you finish, guys. You know, you can't finish, guys, if you're just as excited as the crowd is that you're knocking this guy out. Exactly. You got to sit down on your shots. You got to, you know, Chris Eubank Jr. is no joke. Like, the, mm. man, the man is a highly decorated fighter as well. So, you know, he's able to recover in certain situations if you get overzealous. And him being dangerous can throw shots from certain angles that could have ended that a certain way if it was somebody else. Yeah. Liam Smith being as tight as he was last night with those big shots, he just, he caught him. He caught him and, you know, kept catching him. And you can see it. He was, you know, here's here's that walk. Here's, <laughs> here's the walk right here. Like, I, I don't even know where I am right now. And, and, that's, and that's the thing, Mike. I mean, I, I think I think Eubank Jr. probably got up a bit too early. I mean, I, I, I wondered so. if you thought that as well, because yeah. um, when he got up, he, his legs seemed to completely betray him. And yeah. for me, that's always a worrying sign. Uh, he should have taken the full eight on the knee and then stood up. Honestly, yeah. I think the outcome would have been a lot different if he would have done that. But I think there was too much. There was too much in each other's head for that fight. You know, like the the press conference, the weigh-in, right. you know, yeah. all the all the words that were exchanged in the beginning of this fight and everything leading up to it, you know, maybe it got inside Eubanks' head a little, you know, because definitely Liam Smith, before that fight, every shot of the dressing room, the man was cool, collective, cold as ice, man, ready to play that game of chess. And definitely that's what happened. Fourth round, finds that hole, finds that opportunity, capitalizing on it. And literally shows true veteran is you know true veteran status by finishing the fight, man. You know what? He didn't leave it in the judges' hands. That's it. That's all she wrote, and that's why it's our winner of the week for the knuckle up knockout of the week. Huge, huge knockout. Massive, yo, massive card too. Massive card too. Brilliant card. It was a brilliant card, Mike. Um, there was there was about three or four 50-50 fights on there, uh, and then you know to, to top it off with that was just like you know as we see in the UK putting the uh, the uh, icing on the cake. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, shout out to our man Matty Harris on the opening of that card too. Uh, his big TKO with that big nasty like heavy ass right hand from that what six nine two seventy boy. Man, uh, he he made some uh, he made some noise. Definitely, he looked disappointed that he wasn't able to unle unleash more punishment in that fight, though. Uh, you know, it didn't go too. It didn't go too. It, it didn't. But he, he, you know, he, the the way he finished that, you definitely got to think this guy is going to be um, one to look out for as well. Yeah. So it, it was again it was good that he got that in front of a televised audience. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, uh, 
I've watched this kid uh, just at the end of his amateur career move into the, you know, mm-hmm. the pros, watching him on his first fight. I'm a fan of him, you know, um, definitely the kid. He's got potential. Uh, you know, he's got that big frame. He's got that super heavyweight status. You know what I mean? And when, when these giants, when these giants are getting to that age and we need more giants coming up underneath them and we do have, yeah, we do. I can't wait. There's a, there's a big slew of heavyweights that are, that are just, donning that contender status that we will be seeing in the near future. I think it's going to be a big, big year for the heavyweight division 2023. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, Maddie Harris is going to be one of these kids to look out for. Magic Maddie Harris. <laughs> that's, that's the one. That's the one. I, that's yeah. the one. Magic Maddie Harris. Um, so what, what's what's the word in the UK with this rematch clause? Because, you know. Well, for, for Eubank Jr. and Liam Smith, um, yeah. from what I'm hearing over here, uh, there's not much appetite for that rematch because it was so conclusive. Yeah. Um, I, I think also as well, it's a bit of a balance because the Smith family has been around for for forever. They're, in they're, a day. they're one of those dynasty families, just like exactly. the Mayweather. You know, they're, they're, they're a dynasty. Exactly, they are. They're 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 a dynasty family, and and I, and I think uh, fighting in a football stadium where Liverpool Football Club play Anfield would be a fitting send off for Liam Smith. Um, I'm not saying he you know he's a fight or two fights away from retirement, but we'll bring him a lot of money, and it it would be a nice way for Liverpool to you know to to show their appreciation for him. Yeah, I just don't enough. think. Um, I think it's a hard fight to sell. Um, you know, Liam Smith he blew away Eubank there. If it had been a, a close, contentious, controversial twelve-round decision. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and um, because you can sell that one, or if the knockout uh, had been a bit controversial, premature. yeah, like yeah, premature, like uh, Frost yeah. Rose one. Again, fair enough, but <laughs> it's really <laughs> difficult to sell this one. Yeah, um, no, no. yeah, you know, he, he 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 did he did the wobble walk. He had the goosebump on his eye. You know, it was a, it was a you know definitive, decisive. You know, exactly, nice, exactly. clear outcome. In front of that, that was clear, concise win. There was no, you know what? There was no leaving it up to the judges. There was no biased opinion. There was nothing. That was two men entered the ring and the best man won. That's exactly, exactly what that was. 100%. Pure representation of how the best man wins, man. Definitely huge, huge thing. Man. I was super excited. Um, had me off my chair, man. Had me off my chair. Literally, I expected I expected the grinder to show up, you know? That guy that gets in there, grinds it out round after round, you know, the chin of granite, and and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, going to that body just like the, how he does, man. Punishing. But then... The 12 rounds because yeah. Liam Smith has also got a good chin as well yeah. as what Eubank has. So yeah. I, that's why another reason why I was thinking, I mean, neither guys are really known to be punchers. Right. Um, both of them have got good chins. They both take body shots well. So yeah. you would you would understand why, you know, people were saying um, this is going to go to points and people like me and yourself who watch a lot of boxing, know a lot about boxing would, yeah. would automatically think it's going to go to points. But I was so surprised. But this right. is why it was such a good fight. Two yeah. relatively well-matched boxers with very good... Um, you know, when you look at the resumes and, and, and who they fought, I mean, Eubank against Groves, the Gale. Yeah. Uh, we know Liam Smith's been in there with Canelo, Jaime yeah. Munguia, people with, uh, you know, good status and reputation in the game. So it was a, it was a, it was a good, it's a good matchup, really good matchmaker. Definitely, definitely. Uh, who was the matchmaker for that event? 
Uh, it was one of one of Ben Shalom's guys. Honestly, I've been I've been super impressed with with uh, Shalom and and his cards lately. He's definitely uh, he's definitely not afraid to put the guys together, uh, mm. you know, put them in the ring and get these guys to settle their differences. Uh, what's uh, what, what what what's the word over there about boxer in the UK? Like how are they doing? Like hey, it's a good, very good question because as, as you as you're well aware, Mike uh, Eddie Hearn used to be on Sky, yeah. which is the platform that um, Ben Shalom and Boxer are on. So he had um big shoes to fill and there yeah. was a lot of expectation but slowly but surely he's, he's, he was winning people around don't get me wrong uh the technical side and what i mean by that is the production yeah. sometimes the production value might, might be a little lower definitely. yeah the production the production needs a little bit of work um right. as compared to eddie Hearn's shows but at the end of the day you watch boxing because of the quality of the cards and the quality of the fighters on the tv um and from that point of view, he's doing well. The production, I believe, will come with time. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. The quality of the cards and the, the actual boxers on there. You got to remember, you had the all female card last year. Yeah, uh, and it got cancelled because of the passing of Queen Elizabeth. Yes, scheduled it, and yeah. he could have easily, you know, had fighters pull out and what. Yeah. They kept on, and it was, it was fantastic. So it was, it me, was fantastic, and the introduction of the new Queen Elizabeth belt too, right by the WBC. That was that's, that. that's exactly it, which Cursor Shields won. So yeah. for me, I, I I had him as my promoter of the year last year. I know Definitely. a lot of people disagree, but I think you know he's 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 sort of risen, and he and Sky is the biggest satellite TV platform in the UK, and yeah, he's got his boxes on there. So yeah, he's he's doing very well indeed. Definitely, especially putting together cards like he did last night. Uh, yeah. You know, Richard Rappaport, Ika Usman, you know, Joseph Parker, Frazier Clark, Scott Forrest. You know, like what a what a what a mix serious of those names there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some serious names, you know, and and not and and not even putting them against like you know tomato cans or anything like That's that. That's exactly like, it, Mike. You hit the nail on the head. True contenders like you know Rappaport, Glowacki, uh, mm. you know. We had Usman and Congo. What a great fight that was, man! For mm -hmm. uh, you know the British Welter Commonwealth, uh, you know Jack Massey, Kevin uh, Impinola. Like, wow, Fraser Clark looked pretty good last night. Um, yeah, Fraser Clark. You know he's um, he's he's still a, he's still a heavyweight prospect. Um, yeah. And you know people look at his age, but what I always say he's a baby for heavyweight. You know, and yeah. the great Tim Witherspoon will, will tell you that heavyweights can can mature so much later on than than the yeah. lower weight. Um, and he's got, he's got good pedigree, as you guys have previewed him before, yeah. coming from the Olympics. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, it was another good win for him, and I, I'm expecting a big year for him. I really Me am. Me too. Uh, he looked really good. He looked really impressive. Uh, you know, looked uh, looked well conditioned. Is how I was going to mm. say. It. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I like the way he was. Uh, he was very calm in there. He didn't, uh, you know. Didn't didn't look like a like a newbie, you know, like a greenhorn. He's yeah. starting to, he's starting to come into his own. He's starting to you know realize his power. He's starting to you know find his distance. Uh, his, I find that with every fight, his ring IQ is just getting that much better. And uh, you know that chin staying a little more tucked nowadays that I've noticed, which was which is good. You know you you got to worry about that with those heavyweights, man, when they're hanging that chin out there and yeah, all it takes is one big shot. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know what? I have to talk about him. Joseph Parker, Jack Massey, unanimous decision win. Um, you know, if 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 Parker was losing to Massey, 
you know, I think that would have been it for him at this point. Uh, where's he going from here? Where, where do you think? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Mike. I, I don't think it was Joe Parker's best performance. No. Um, he, he, he got the win. He got the win. Uh, he got the win on points. Um, had he lost that one, I, I don't know where he would have won because Jack Massey, all due respect to him, he's a cruiserweight. Um, I, I think he wins this now. Is he back in the mix? I wouldn't necessarily say so. I would still say there's some people above Joe Parker, you know, Deontay Wilder, Andy Ruiz. I understand PBC are arranging negotiations for that fight. Um, just don't forget this Joe Joyce as well, uh, Mike. Um, Joe Joyce is in that mix. So I think there's there's two or three people above uh, Joseph Parker. I think that the loss um, against uh, Joe Joyce is, is put him back considerably. So I think he probably needs maybe another fight or two um, to get back into that mix. Um, but he can only beat who's in front of him, and he did that last night. couple warm-up fights uh, before he gets back in there. It would be great to see. Uh, Joe Joyce seems to be the most avoided guy this year. Uh, mm. Yeah. Uh, I guess high risk, low reward is 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 the rumors and, and, and what's being said over there. Like, really, if you think about it, there, you know, what does he have to offer at the moment? There is not really big reward, and he is high risk, man. The guy does mm. have, you know, he showed that in that Parker fight. He took he took those big hands and just kept mm. coming through it. Uh mm -hmm. The thing with the thing with Joyce, I'm finding is what what scares everybody is his gas tank. He's got okay. that un, he's got that unbeatable gas tank. You know, he can go the twelve rounds. At the end of it, still look like he can go another twelve. Guy barely breaks his sweat. <laughs> you know, and when he does move, when he does move, he moves quick. Right? He's he's not so much graceful, but he's he's got speed. And that's got to be from that explosiveness from uh, the rugby from the time he's three years old, right? Like, that's just bred into him. Yeah, and I, I would I'd probably say as, as well as having that, because um, he's, he's like a juggernaut. He just keeps on coming forward. He doesn't stop. Uh, he's got a great chin. He, he's yeah. an athlete as well. He, he can do backflips. He's like uh, a yeah. last. Um, but it's that ram rod jab he's got, Mike. Yeah, man. Um, and he's he, he just like, he, you can imagine the problem you've got sparring with him when you've all got big gloves and a headset. He's a problem that's not going to go away. He's like yeah. a bad smell. He's entrapped in an elevator when somebody farts, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. You ain't getting yeah. away from him. You're not you getting away, get away from that, bro. You can't no, get away from that. Because so. he, fully, he fully comes in and he swarms you. And he's just so... <laughs> Big that you yeah. know, he engulfs you like almost like an eclipse, and, and you can't keep him off. You no, can't keep him off. No. So I think there's very few people that could have success against somebody like Joe Joyce. Very few people. So you're right. He's a problem yeah. for a lot of the heavyweights. Yeah, big problem. Big problem. Uh, we got to find somebody who's got that hand, man. That hand that's mm. just going to connect with that chin, right? Because you know Parker's no joke with that big hand. You know he's put a lot of people out with those hands. Yes, he, he has, but he couldn't. He couldn't touch Joe Joyce. You couldn't touch him. It's uh, you know, it's just one of those things. He's a big problem in the heavyweight division. Somebody's gonna have to solve that problem, or yeah. he's gonna have to put a belt on his waist. It's one or the other. You know, it's gonna happen eventually, because there's no way they can wait for him to age out at this point. Like I know that, he's old. It. I know he's old. I know you know people could think that, but let's be real, man. Eventually, he's gonna be the number one contender. He's mm. gonna be the number one contender for one of these belts. 
it's going to happen. We're going to see it. Yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And, and I guess we'll have to wait until Fury and Usyk have that fight. Definitely. Uh, see what they do about the belts after that. But yeah. Joe Joyce is definitely um, in that mix. Definitely yeah. 100%. Oh, 100%. Well, Ray, honestly, thank you for joining me today for this knuckle up knockout of the week, man. Between the Ropes TV, guys, if you haven't checked it out, man, Ray. It's on there all the time. Great interviews, great conversation. Definitely know what you're talking about over there. Man, always a pleasure to have you. Uh, thank you for helping me uh, pick this wonderful knockout here, this Liam Smith victimizing Chris Eubank and putting it to bed, folks. The clear, concise winner. There is no rematch. Don't worry about it. Even though the clause <laughs> is there, the rumors are telling it already in the UK, it ain't happening because nobody wants to see it. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Knuckle Up Knockout of the Week. Ray, thank you again for joining me, man. Always a pleasure. Uh, let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, you can find this on um, Twitter, um, Between the Ropes 01. You can find us on Instagram, on Between the Ropes TV. Uh, we've got a Facebook page, Between the Ropes TV. Uh, and you can find us on YouTube as well, Between the Ropes TV. Excellent. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. You know what it is. You know what I say, man. Fighting solves everything. And guys, remember, knuckle up. We'll see you next week.